Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Uh, next time you do something wildly embarrassing, just remember you're not alone. Well, 15,000 people took an online poll and discussed embarrassing moments to see how common they were. And uh, tripping or falling in public tops the list. Okay. And I have told the story a few times of stumbling across Young and Dundas and face-planting <laughs> right there in front of what was once the Hard Rock Cafe. Right. And, well, and listen, with you know, soon-to-be snow flying and icy conditions, too, there's there's been more than a few occasions where people have bailed on the sidewalk or yeah. so. Have you ever uh, done a header in public? Oh, for sure. <laughs> It's so embarrassing, especially when you're trying desperately to stay on your feet. Right. You know, you're flailing away. Yeah. But- oh, I did it once uh, at one of our unsilent nights, which are coming back up again, because, uh, you know, you and I would have to go up on stage yeah. in order to start these things. But sometimes they lead us around the front of the yes. stage. Yes. And, uh, and you know, you're doing that. And the whole crowd is there. They're all gathered up against the, the railing and the fencing. But I didn't realize at the front of the stage, they have like some like wood uh, braces that hold up this. I don't know what the hell they're there for, to be honest. Right. But boy, did I bail over one of these things. It was all dark. You couldn't see. Everyone's kind of running around and I just absolutely stubbed my toe. And was I, I there? I, did, yeah, I think you were, you were ahead. Oh, okay. And I think security was leading us through that point. Yeah. And I didn't go down, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I was certainly, I, I know I had full arms flailing with oh. beer in hand spraying everywhere, I'm sure. I did basically the same thing, but this was, uh, this was in a different market and I, I had the same deal. You had to walk in front of the stage. This time, though, it was like uh, speed bumps they had laid down over wiring. Right. So that, uh, I guess, security didn't trip on those. And this was all, I guess, stuff for the uh, the concert. And uh, I had gotten on stage, just thought I was Joe Cool. I've got my beer in hand, doing the whole cheers routine. Won't you please welcome? I don't remember who the hell the band was. And then I come back down, and I'm walking back across the front, and I got my beer in my hand, and I'm slapping some people's hands and saying hi, and I catch one of these speed bumps. Yeah. And uh, same deal. I stayed up, but I, I, I was stumbling, and my beer slammed down on one of the monitors, and it just sprayed everywhere. <laughs> I'm sure the band was uh, pleased with me. Probably why we're not up allowed up on stage for a lot of these bands anymore. They go on at 8 or 9. We get to introduce them at noon. Uh, texting the wrong person. Right. I've done that. I told you my bleen, uh, Dean Blundell story. That's right. True. I'm texting, thinking I was texting the lovely Maria, and I sent it to him. And there's just that moment of, oh, no. There's got to be a feature that gets developed where you can delete if there, you notice within, like, 30 seconds. There is now a chance to edit or uh, I believe cancel a sent message. Mm. I know uh, Apple has it. Oh yeah. Have you texted the wrong person? Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, try to take a sip of something and completely miss your mouth. <laughs> I've done that with food and drink. <laughs> yes. All ends up down the front of your shirt, especially the drink when you, like it spills right down. You're like, what am I new? <laughs> Give me a sippy cup, please. Right. Uh, the door says pull, but you push instead. Yep. Yeah. Mishearing someone and replying with an answer that makes no sense. <laughs> Do it all the time in bars. Yes, but in a loud environment, yeah, for like, sure. Do you want to go outside and fight? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> the things we've agreed to. Um, you're in a quiet room when your stomach growls really okay. loud. I had that once in an exam. 
Uh-oh. I know. I was at, uh, I was at university and it was a, yeah, massive hall. And I was so hungry. <laughs> and you could just hear, and to the point where like people around me were like, dude, what's wrong? <laughs> Get something to eat. Yeah, I, there are, uh, I don't notice it happening to a lot of people, uh, but it, when I, when it, Growls. I find my stomach can be very loud mm-hmm. and and drags on for a while. Like you can really what <laughs> a stretch. Uh, realizing you've had food stuck in your teeth for hours. Oh, that's embarrassing. The other one too is the nose hair. Right. If you've ever been out in public and you go to the public, you go to the bathroom or whatever, and you're standing there washing your hands and you see a tree just sticking out your right. nose or a Klingon yeah. little hanger there. Yeah. You know. You- Come back, you see a mirror, you're like, oh, crap, was that there the entire time? I mean, I remember being at some event and a co-worker, I had just gotten there and I'd grabbed a beer and I was talking to a co-worker and he goes, Craig, you listen, you got a huge nose hair hanging out. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm like, thank you, man. Yes. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's a little embarrassing. Yes. But thank you. At least I didn't walk around the entire time with this thing hanging out. And we're also worried to embarrass someone to, by saying that. Right. But. No, let them know Give, yes. so that they're not, as you said, walking around or talking to a bunch of people. It's same with, and we, what you have to, what we have to realize is this stuff happens to all of us all the time. So if, if you're not at an event and somebody offers you like a breath mint, right? Take it. Yeah. Just take it. We right. all get bad breath. The old zipper down, all sorts of little things yeah. we do. Yeah. You know, walking around with your penis out of your pants. <laughs> and I say, no, no, that's, that's delivery. <laughs> Have you noticed lately uh, when your uh, kids are taking selfies, they all look constipated? <laughs> it's because it's the new pose. Oh, really? The constipated pose? The scrunch face, they're calling it. Oh, the man. The duck face dominated for a very long time. Right. You know, where you pout your lips and look like a duck. But that's old news. Uh, the scrunch face, basically you scrunch your nose, squint your eyes, and flash a grin. If you do it right... It's supposed to look very cute. If you do it long, to uh, do it wrong, it looks like you've eaten too much cheese and you haven't been to the bathroom in days. We have that face on a regular basis, then. Mm-hmm. It, uh, they say it looks kind of like the face you make when you bite into a lemon. And uh, people have been doing it on social media for some time. Great. Yeah. Now we're all very busy. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we do. Just take photos of ourselves everywhere. It is, it is amazing to see, especially young people. Oh, it's insane. How, how often they do it. Like literally, like I, I can be guilty of having my phone in my hand too often, certainly walking around, but I'm not doing it like with it up in the air selfie style. Mm-hmm. But you, if you walk around a mall at like, all, it's, it's constant. It's a real sickness. And you'll see some, especially younger girls, there's like a whole posing routine. And right. And their hair just right. But they don't talk to each other. No. Like that is the amazing part, is that they don't talk to each other at all. They just post pictures of where they are. Yeah. Still love those videos of morons looking down at their phone and falling into fountains in malls or <laughs> bumping into poles in malls and getting struck by a bus. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I, well, we're so far down that rabbit hole. We're so far gone with the phone. We're never turning back from that, but it is what it is. We cannot let it go. So if you see somebody looking constipated, they're not. Okay. They're, they're well, just, maybe they are. They're just taking a photo. <laughs> I was in St. Jacob, Ontario. Now, if you don't know where that is, it's just outside of Kitchener and my next radio market. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like uh, any other little hamlet or village you'd see. Uh, I was uh, I was joking with uh, some family members because it's I guess a part of Kitchener Waterloo. It's in that region. Okay, and I could just imagine like people on the east side of the city who live in like uh, Bell Mountain. Or whatever the hell the little hamlets are, because there's thousands of them in Durham region. Oh, right. And, and you go, well, where are you from? Locust Hill. Yeah. Right. Where is that? It's in Whitby. No, you're from Whitby or yeah. Pickering or wherever. Gotcha. And I'll bet you a lot of people who live in uh, St. Jacobs will go, I'm from St. Jacobs. But yes. where is that? Kitchener or Waterloo. You live in Waterloo. <laughs> So settle down. So it's, uh, if you don't know, it's uh, Mennonite country. I was a little disappointed. I stood out on the street looking for horse and buggies and Mennonites, and I, I saw none of it. You're standing with your shovel ready to clean up the yes, street? Yes, yes. And I, I saw one a nice little lady selling some wares. I thought, she looks like a Mennonite, so I poked her with a stick. She looks like a Mennonite. <laughs> she has a little bonnet on. A and bonnet and a butter churn. Churn and butter. <laughs> um, the great thing about Letter Kenny is the fun they have with Mennonites. Uh, there's some, there's a few characters, a family of Mennonites that are very funny. Anyhow, yeah, we did some Christmas shopping and roamed about to the stores and shops, and I could last about two minutes in each place, and then immediately had to go get, get air. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I've never been. Uh, Adrian kind of grew up going there. She lives, she grew up in the West End, so I guess going there was a little closer, uh, a little closer and something that you would do every now and then on a weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a quaint little shopping village kind of thing. Yeah. I, I hear expensive when I hear it. uh, Yeah. I mean, we, we did a bunch of shopping, you know, between food. Very boutique. Yes. This is exactly what it is. It'd be like you're walking through a Klein burger and any of these little, you know, these little hamlets you see. Outside of the GTA, and people just love it. They just, you know, you see some of these little towns, they're just packed with people on the weekend. People mm-hmm. just love roaming around them and walking their dogs and sipping their coffee. There's a lot of, a lot of white privilege, you're annoying as hell going on there. But I did find, uh, three places that poured a fine pint. Okay. And I enjoyed them all. And, uh, that was, now we were at one place right near the end, uh, and a lot of the stores and places will allow you to have your dog if it's on a leash inside. Some won't, but many of them do. More and more places are encouraging that now rather mm-hmm. than have people leave their dogs outside. Well, I'd rather a dog roaming around than a, scr- a screaming, crying, bratty kid. <laughs> right. Leave that outside. <laughs> um, but, uh, this one pub at the end or this brewery, I went in and I waited for, uh, Maria and, uh, and this aunt and a cousin of mine to uh, finish up their shopping. Maria came walking in with this. Well, I shouldn't say it on the air because it's a secret Santa. I won't say it. Um, but uh, but uh, I'm sitting in there, and and it's like after five, so all the shops are closing. So I guess all the the dads probably said, "Okay, can I get a beer now?" Right. Like we've I'm walking around all day, and there was like it was it was like a pet park in there. There was so many dogs. Oh, yeah. I kind of felt like I was up in uh, Iqaluit again because, uh, you know, they allow all their animals and stuff to roam everywhere and be everywhere. But it was a fine little Saturday. Nice way to spend the day. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it all the time. I bet not. We got back on uh, on Sunday, and Maria's like, "We should." I'm in the Christmas spirit. Let's go do more shopping. <laughs> I said no to that idea. <laughs> I am sitting my arse on this couch, and I'm not moving. <laughs> And, of course, it was Remembrance Day on Saturday, so yes. I made sure I had my poppy on, and I was happy to see a lot of people wearing their poppy. 
Uh, yeah, I would think so, and and thankfully so. Whether or not they're paying for the poppy still, mm. you know, you see the box there, and a lot of people, oh, I don't have any change mm-hmm. or don't have any cash at all anymore. There are a lot of poppy boxes that now take uh, tap mm-hmm. or or debit, but you know, some of the old school ones where you go into some of the stores, they don't, uh, and so it's on you to leave something there. Yeah. Um, we, uh, of course had, you know, hockey upon hockey as we do every weekend, but Saturday morning we were home and, uh, and made a point of stopping the video games at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. before there to have the boys come up and stand for not only the national anthem for a moment of silence and watch a little bit of the, uh, of what was going on in the Remembrance Day ceremonies, uh, from Ottawa and the Cenotaph. Um, and, and, you know, explaining to them, you know, and, War has become a video game right now. And, and, you know, their, their closest association to it is in video games. Yeah. Um, where, you know, you get hit and you just regenerate your life and come right back on. So I thought it was, it was pointed to stop them and say, Hey, you know, for many among their age, close to their sure. age. I mean, there were, they talk about the young 18, 19, 20 year old boys who went off to war. There were some who snuck out at 16 to go. Yep. Um, and so, you know, wanted to remind them that there was a sacrifice made. Yeah. And you know, the, the, uh, the problem for Remembrance Day and for the legions and all of it, as generations uh, go by, we're more and more removed from it. Like I would have had a grandfather who served. I would have heard stories from him, but our kids don't have that because yeah. their grandfather didn't serve. And maybe your, your, their great grandparents, yeah. but they're long gone. And so there's nobody to share those stories. And it's also why I've never liked the idea of having Remembrance Day as a holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure the governments take it, but then again, I think they're off for Christmas already. So <laughs> the hell's the difference. Right. Uh, but I, I mean, no, go to school mm-hmm. and learn about it. And that's, it should be taught and it should be recognized and paused at that moment so that they do because we all know that if they had the day off and they were sitting at home, the majority of households would have it slip right by. Yeah, and I have to admit, I'm no saint, you know, many, many, uh, on a lot of levels, but uh, there's been many years that I've either completely forgot to get my poppy or 11 a.m. came and went and I missed it completely because I was thinking of something else or doing something else or napping through it. But because we were out and about with people on Saturday, we too stopped before we left to go to St. Jacob's to do the... Uh, the silence, which I always thought was just a minute. When do they move it to two minutes? And two minutes is too long. <laughs> <laughs> we we are so soft. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Last week I had a new jacket on. Yeah. And I looked at it and went, I don't know if I want to put a hole in this mm-hmm. right away. And I thought, oh, okay, some guy took a bullet. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing this poppy. I'm worried about a hole yeah. in my jacket. A jacket you didn't even pay for. Right. <laughs> Let the online fighting begin. The Toy Hall of Fame has announced their inductees. Oh, my goodness. They always have about ten finalists, but they only put three in, so it's a tough go. And we we mentioned the finalists uh, when they were first announced, I think in, like, September. Right. And uh, so the ones that were up for grabs that didn't make it this year were the Ken doll, which is interesting because with Barbie and all that, you would have thought. The year sure. that they had, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, same deal. Um, the other toys that didn't make it, Battleship, Bingo, Bop It, Slime, Choose Your Adventure, Connect Four, which we have both agreed was a terrific game. Yes. 
and the little tyke's red car. They were nominated but did not make it. Okay. The three going in, and they added a fourth because it's the Hall of Fame's 25th anniversary, so they decided to throw one more in there. They could put in 25. Who would care? Right. Right. Anyway. Uh, top of the list. Number one, going in baseball cards. Okay. They've been around since 1860. Yes. It's a very expensive ones, too. Yeah. Cabbage Patch Kids, they do, debuted in 1982. Okay, that makes sense. That was, that was a huge hit. Yeah. You can only imagine what parents were going through this time of year trying to get their hands on a Cabbage Patch Kid. I worked at a Kmart in 1982 over the Christmas holidays. I would have been in, I think, like grade 9 or 10. And I saw little old women's go toe-to-toe right. over Cabbage Patch Kids. Of course they did. It's also where I learned how to steal cigarettes and sell them. <laughs> I don't know why Kmart didn't keep me. <laughs> at night, I had to empty all the garbage at the, when the store was closing. And back then, Kmart used to sell cigarettes, but they had them like an open rack beside each cash. Right. So all the cashiers had checked out and had left. And because I was like a stock boy and a cleanup guy, I'd have to go around and empty all the garbages. So what I would do is I'd go, and as I was grabbing the garbage out, I'd just gently sweep with my elbow two or three packs of cigarettes into the garbage. My goodness. Take them all to the back, cigarettes in pocket, sell them at school. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> They're like, why are we missing all these Club Z points? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nerf, uh, the Nerf uh, football, the four-inch foam ball Parker Brothers sold in 1970. They built it as the world's first official indoor ball. Okay, and so that's going in, and that's going in, and now it is just the uh, it is just the sports uh, equipment for frat boys who are knocking over beer cans. True, and uh, the bonus. A toy going in because it's the Hall's 25th anniversary is the Fisher-Price corn popper that toddlers pushed around. Okay, I remember those two. Okay, those are all legit. Yeah. But well, you I, really could add a lot more. Then. I don't know that a corn popper is much of a toy, though. Uh, yeah, but it's one of those first toddler gifts. When they're first, first starting to walk, everyone gets one. Oh, yeah? Either that or the lawnmower. Right. I remember the lawnmower. Right, but the corn popper is kind of the first one. It just pops around a little... Uh, Little, it's not corn that's in it. It's little plastic bits. Oh, so it's not like a, like a popcorn maker. No, 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 oh. no. It's a little push toy that, that that pops up little bits. I see. It's to help them walk about. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it, it encourages them to get encourages them to get walked. I remember that toy now. Yeah, I guess it's not good to give a toddler a hot popcorn maker. <laughs> that's half the butter. <laughs> Should you have uh, someone delegated to going through your stuff? And making sure that anything that might be a little embarrassing should be deleted or thrown out. <laughs> I think it's important to probably have someone destroy or delete that stuff, anything incriminating and embarrassing. Listen, I got a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to throw out the entire cabinet. That's right. Uh, this lady's dad probably should have done that because when she and her family went through his stuff after he died, they found his secret stash of a ton of porn DVDs. All right. She said, uh, she says, uh, that they thought it was hilarious and she posted a video where she reads off some of the titles, including White Hose with Bros. <laughs> <laughs> In a caption, she said, my dad would have loved this. Hope this makes someone smile. So they, uh, they weren't too upset by it. But yeah, it's, it's probably important. You know, little things like when I was dealing very early on with my dad's stuff and I was canceling his cable, mm. he had one more bill that had to be paid. 
And I'm scrolling through it, and I notice at the bottom there's a couple of porn channels. Oh, he had, really? I'm sure accidentally hit upon twenty seven ninety five, and you told me you were always broke. I wonder why. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.